Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today we have Super Gold. Super Gold is an indie rock band out of South Florida with an undeniable sound of their own. I've been following Super Gold since approximately December of 2018, so when the singer Alex said he would be a part of my podcast, I was super excited. They just released their newest single, Gasoline, which I am personally obsessed with. It has a sound that just sucks you in and leaves you feeling wowed. You have to go listen to it. It's out on all music platforms, but for now, I'll leave you with a teaser. Okay, so we have Super Gold, and um, they're a local band here in South Florida with Alex. And if Alex, hi. if you want to say hi, um, you know, just introduce hello, yourself, hello. how about yourself, and you know, yeah, um, I'm Alex. I've been playing music uh, for like six years now. Been in and out of local bands for about the same amount of time. <laughs> Basically, when I picked up a guitar, it was like six months in. I was like, okay, I can kind of strum along, and I called all my friends. I was like, okay. Which one of you guys are going to learn other instruments and be in my band? <laughs> that's, that's how I started playing music. <laughs> that's funny. So is Supergold the longest running band that you've been in so far? Yeah, definitely. Um, the yeah. other two bands I was in before this, uh, the, each of them lasted like a little less than a year. But Supergold's been going since uh, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw you down at the Gibson showroom for the first time. Nice. Long time. Yes. Yeah, so, that place is cool. um, Yeah, and then I think that there was a couple of other shows that we had seen here and there. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so um, as far as um, like what got you involved in music, what what is it that you liked that made you want to make that call out to your friends to learn instruments? So I knew I always wanted to learn guitar. Um, that was something that I'd always wanted to do, but I'd never had a guitar or any musician friends or any way really of getting interested in it. And I went to, what was that festival called? Uh, it's not retired. It was one a long time ago. And um, okay. On the we beach? went to see, no, it wasn't, it was in West Palm. It was, it was, okay. uh, yeah, the line, I don't remember the whole lineup. The Warped Tour? Was, no, it wasn't Warped Tour. It's no. the same place right. though. It was that same spot. Yeah, okay. We went to see um, Julian Casablancas in the Voids and Cage the Elephant. Okay. And after that show, I was like, okay, that's it. That's what I want to do. And like, that was it. And from then on, it was just music was the only thing I wanted to do. It's funny how it's just something like that, that just gets you so inspired to. Yeah. Do it. And yeah. you do it so well. So like, you, Thank you. you have a musical uh, background in your family or anything like that? Or it's just something you decided nope. you wanted to do? I, wow. my, my family and my parents are like, where did, who, t- where did you get this from? No one in my <laughs> family is really, um, I like super artistic or or a musician or or anything, um, so I was I'm kind of like the the weird one, <laughs> the odd one well, out. No, no, you're really good at it. So thank do, you. Do you write all your own stuff? Do you yes. You know, do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. I so usually how super cool songs come together is um, I'll make a demo for it and I'll take it to my friend uh, Sebastian Quintero, okay. and he's worked on every just about. Nope. Every single thing that we've put out. Um, and how I met him was when I went to go record the first EP 
in Nashville, another friend of mine was supposed to drum on it. And like the day before he couldn't make it. And he's like, but don't worry, I have this friend. He can come do it. He's a great drummer. And so I had met Sebastian like once or twice before in passing, but he was like, yeah, I'll come record drums for you. Um, and so he came down, recorded drums and absolutely did a fantastic job. And we hung out the whole time and we stayed in touch. Um, and so he worked on the first, on the, the first EP uh, and then he worked on the album with us. He produced the whole album. Um, and then the gasoline, the last thing we put out, he produced that one too. So it's kind of just been like me and Seb writing these songs. Okay. So that's cool. You went to Nashville to record. Yeah, we did. Um, the first EP was in Nashville and the album was in Nashville, but oh. gasoline and all of our other releases this year, uh, we recorded down here. Um, and it was just out of Nashville for the first one. Um, the studios up there are a lot cheaper because there's so okay. many of them. Oh. Um, so it was just like, let's just go up there for like three days. Wow. When it was all said and done, it was much cheaper just to go up there. Uh, plus the food in Nashville is literally amazing. It's the best everywhere. Yeah. is like the best meal I've ever had. Um, That's funny. So we did that. And then however, like a year or so later, two, about two years later, um, Seb was still living up there. So we went and recorded the whole album in his bedroom. Um, awesome. did that for like about a month. Uh, by the time that was done and by the time we put it out, he moved down here and now he lives down here. We record down here. It's a lot easier. Awesome. That's cool. <laughs> it's funny. You mentioned the food in Nashville because like on a side note here, I've never been, but my, mm -hmm. my daughter's going in March and mm -hmm. my sister, she went and all I hear about is the Nashville hot chicken. That oh is my it. God. And so, yeah. um, have you ever been to, um, hot chicks in Pepper Pines? No, I haven't. But, All right, so if you like the Nashville hot chicken, you got to go there. Okay. It's really good. Dude, you're, you're talking my language. I will definitely go there. <laughs> okay. It's right there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Cobblestone, that Cobblestone shopping center there. Sweet. Right off 75. Hot yep. chicks. Yep, hot awesome. chicks. Yes. Let's go. So okay, bet. definitely going. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, I like I said, the first time I saw you was at the Gibson showroom, and I've seen Super mm -hmm. Gold evolve and evolve and evolve. And yeah like to a much more mature sound and, but you guys Thank have you. kind of really stayed true to your style and your vibe and everything. So what's the story behind that? I noticed there's been a lot of changes. Like when I first mm -hmm. saw you, you had a girl, I think she was on the keyboard yeah, and Dana. then she, she was no longer with you guys. Mm -hmm. And then you had a bunch of different guys that also mm -hmm. I know were in different bands as well. And so yeah. I'm just, you know, curiosity, like, so what is the yeah. evolution of it to today? So, so as for as long as I've been playing music, um, you know, finding bandmates and keeping bandmates uh, is always hard because, you know, you you have it's so much work to be in a band. Um, mm -hmm. You have to play so many shows. It's a full time gig. You have to be able to drop everything and play something should an opportunity come up. There's always someone right there behind you. Um, well, there's and, the smart musicians do that. Yeah, and, you know, it's yeah. just it's it's just how it goes. Um, yeah, you know, like I I wish there I could have could pinpoint a reason why you know it's so hard to keep a lineup together or why there are lineups that stay together um but so many of the bands that i look up and follow uh, i look up to and follow you know they also go through lineup changes so that sort of kind of helped me whenever someone was like hey you know we can't do this anymore and it's like you know what? it's cool man it, that's just how it goes um so but very fortunate now that we've got um sean and bruno on board they're the they're the fresh meat uh, the new guys. Um, so very, very fortunate that they're, they're coming along and it's been a lot of fun with them. 
them. So Sean was playing uh, in a friend's band, and we needed we needed a drummer at the time. And I hit him up, and I knew he was I knew he was a great drummer. He was another he was a drummer. He was a friend of another drummer friend of mine. That was a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, yeah, I want to come. I'll play shows with you guys. So we, he came and played three shows. And after that, I was like, Dude, like, please just come play. Like, mm-hmm. let's like, I want you in this band. And he's super down. Um, Bruno, I met through another friend, just through happenstance. Um, yeah, it's just just through friends of friends, really. How I met all the other bandmates originally was through putting up flyers. Um, and when when Supergold first, first, first started, the, the first lineup we ever had, um, what had happened was at the time I was singing, I had a bassist and I had a keyboard player. And I was putting up flyers at FAU where I went at the time. And someone else, and I was looking for two guitar players and a drummer. And someone else was putting up flyers saying that there were two guitar players and a drummer oh, right next to my flyers. Oh, perfect. And so we're, we were putting up flyers next to each other, looking for each other. And so I called them and I was like, why aren't we just, why don't we just work together? And they were like, yeah, I've been seeing your flyers. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> and I was like, sweet, let's do that. That's funny. So that's that's obviously. Kind of first came together. That is funny. So yeah. you went to FAU. Did you study yes. music there? No, I did communications. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. In high school. That's yeah. how it is. Everybody I talk to that goes to school, it's like, so you're studying music? They're like, no, no, I'm going to be census. So I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I, in hindsight, I wish I had gone for music, um, but I'm grateful for that I did communications. Uh, it wasn't like the toughest major in the world. I started out in business and I was like, whoa, this is, this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, doing communications was, was easy enough to where I could focus on music and kind of get my music education mm-hmm. sort of elsewhere. I take lots and lots of courses on stuff. It's, right. it's kind of like my obsession. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. You always have a plan too. So you never know. Yeah. I don't think yeah. you'll need one though, because let's talk about gasoline. Like I'm obsessed <laughs> with this new song of yours. Dude. Yeah, it is so like when I, it first comes on, I am literally brought back to like my ninth grade year of high school, Alice in Chains. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I had my husband listen to it. I'm like, you just have to listen to the beginning and the end. And you're, who is it? He's, oh my God. The pilots, I said, no, uh-huh. Alice in Chains. He's like, yeah, but that's kind of the same. So uh, I'm telling you, I, I am obsessed. Thank you. That that's really up. means a lot. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I really, I could sit here and say, for quite a few hours but it's like even my daughter that when it came out we listened mm-hmm. to it and i was like because i'm not i'm not gonna lie to be honest mm-hmm. you guys like and all your other guys and these two yeah. new guys that you have they're not the same mm-hmm. look as the other guys so yeah, i was like yeah. hmm. but i said to yeah. my daughter i said you know mackenzie this is this is mature super gold now and it's <laughs> i could tell in the music too it's mm-hmm. like I, I, thank you so like, much professional shit you would hear like amazing so thank I, you that i yeah. really really made my day i really appreciate that Did you yeah create that whole thing mm-hmm. yeah so so it, i basically had the riff for like two years like that first um like that's been sitting in my voice memos for the longest time and i knew i wanted to make that a song but i just never really figured out how to make that one work and so I finally sat down and, and demoed it out. And it's kind of close to how it sort of came together. Um, but that one, I took it to Seb, and he was like, this is great. Let's work on this. 
So basically, after I demo something out, we sit down and just redo the whole thing from scratch. Because uh, he's got such a great, he's got so much more sort of production knowledge, and he's a really great. I really like to think of him as just this filter to put everything through. Because I'll have like all these absurd ideas, and he'll he'll help me pump the brakes and be like, "Dude, you need to focus on right. a singular idea here." Um, but that song, I think we pretty much worked on it for like two weeks straight of just tracking the whole thing, um, which was like the longest I'd ever spent on a song. Cause when we did everything else, the first time we recorded in the studio was like, you have one day to finish everything. And when we did the album, we allotted one day for everything. I ended up having to extend my, like get a different flight just to finish the thing. So now that Sebastian lives down here, we have this unlimited time just to right. work together. So we spent two weeks just on this one song, which is something I've never done before. Um, and then the mixing process is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, we had booked the run of shows and we only got to do some of them, but we had booked the run of shows and had the release date. And I was like, said, this has to come out. Cause he mixed it too. And I was like, this has to come out this date. And he's like, cool, that's perfect. I can do that. And then he sends me a mix and I'm like, okay, great. This is awesome. I'm going to get this master. And he's like, no, 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 wait, I'm gonna send you another one. And then ha that happened like 12 times <laughs> and bless him. It got better every time. So I was right. like, okay, like, that's great. Like, it's awesome that it's getting better. But I'm like, wedding that's like we're not going to make our our release show isn't going to have a release <laughs> <You know? laughs> um but it, it came together i'm happy how it turned uh, out i think it's i think it's the, i think it's that song that's going to put you over the edge where people are going to be like wow Thank I, you. I mean i think so but t all right so the video was a dyi yeah DIY. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the video was a dui <laughs> uh, what is that <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was DIY. Um, how? So, I'd never done a music video before. All the videos that we had put out previously were live sessions, and the reason we did that was because that's how I find music. I really love live sessions and live recordings and, and things like that. So, like, whenever I'm like getting into a band, I'm like, okay, I got to see this band live, whether it's on YouTube or however. I just, it's just something I've always been attracted to. Um, but this time, I was like, let's do a music video, something we've never done before. You know, this song is really different. Let's, let's just, if we're going to be doing something different, let's just lean into it. Right. Um, and so the idea was, we'll find someone else. We'll pay them to do it. Someone with more experience so we don't mess it up. And we'll sit back and relax. And it's totally not what happened. Um, there was two different people we were supposed to work with. And we kind of got given the runaround. And it didn't really pan out with either of them. Um, and... We, we, we realized we were like 18 days or something, 14 days from the release. And we're like, we have no video. All of our marketing relies on having a great visual. What are we going to do here? <laughs> um, so our friend, uh, Margaret Wheatley, she's done a lot of our photo shoots. Um, and she expressed interest in wanting to do a music video. And uh, we had no experience. She had no experience. But I know she's got a fantastic eye. And she's absolutely amazing. Uh-oh. Um, Did I click something? That second, that last Sorry. Part, you said she's absolutely... Yeah. <laughs> she's absolutely talented with the camera. Uh, someone had called me. I was like, um, oh, okay. She's super talented with the camera. So we took three days. We took one day to plan and two to shoot. And we were like, okay, we have these different locations. And we're like, let's just, mm -hmm. let's just go. I took like a music video course. I was like, if I'm going to do this, I have to like do my research. Or I'm just going to be like was flying it like an online course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
What was the website? Uh, I think the website was called Tropic Color. And um, yeah, like I like I'm super big into taking courses. Like I, that's what I spend most of my time doing. Um, and um, yeah, just totally went for it. <laughs> Very happy with how it, it came out. out. It out. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Great. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I love how that. it starts shortly in it puts gasoline. It's almost like an introduction to a movie sort of thing. Yeah, which yeah, I love. Thank you. I love that idea. Yeah. Thank you so much. Where did the names? Oh no, don't know. Did you think me? But <laughs> so, where'd you get your name from? What's what's the significance behind that? You know, I wish I had a a really good answer for this because um, I've been asked before. So I uh-huh. have a list of notes in my phone that I'll just write down whether it's like little song lyrics or something I see that might spark like some sort of inspiration. That like if I'm writing and I need something to kind of keep me going, if I get stuck. I'll just go through there and find something. It was just written in there. I don't, I don't know, know where it came from. from. I don't know who wrote it. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> that. And then moved on. <laughs> I was like, let's just start ticking boxes. We need we need a band name. We need bandmates. Okay, band name done. Someone said it was lessons so you can learn how to play the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like band name, bandmates. Okay, I know how to play. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's so funny. So what yeah. would you describe, like, let's, if somebody heard of you, what would you mm-hmm. describe your music as? Yeah, that's, it's, it's such a hard thing to do when you're in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, when other people talk about us, we usually use like the big umbrellas, like we're just like indie rock. Um, right. But I sort of, I sort of like, you know, when people are just like, oh, they're like an indie rock band um, and kind of cast that wide net because I kind of feel like we have a really wide net in terms of sound. Um, mm-hmm. Like when I, when I go to write the songs, I don't necessarily sit down. I'm like, okay, what is like super gold going to sound like? It's really and purely just, I, I like this. This sounds cool. That's what we're doing. Um, so like, that's why like a lot of our songs sound really different. And especially this year, um, this year, my goal, our goal is to be, is to put out eight releases and be really, really busy which is something we'd never done before. It was either just like albums. It was either like EP all at once album, pretty much all at once. Um, and so this year we're going to put out a lot of songs that sound really, really different. Um, and it, it is not sort of like intentional. It's just sort of when I sit down to write, that's what comes out. Right. Um, and that feels most natural to me. It's just how I listen to music. It's how mm-hmm. I consume music. It's, it's what I would want to hear from a band um so yeah that's kind of how i describe it sound very broad <laughs> it definitely is unique i'll tell you that it's, thank you so much yes yeah so are there any songs that you've written hate performing that i hate ah uh, that's that's a way better question than what's your favorite uh um, <laughs> anyone that i don't like performing so, so I'll tell you this. My favorite song off the album is Halloween Forever. And okay. while I love playing it live, it's definitely the hardest song to play live as a singer. Um, because it's basically one inhale and then four minutes. <laughs> and then it's just okay. pretty much go, go, go from there. Right, um, right. So while I, I have a love-hate with that one, I love playing it. But I also hate playing it because it is, is a lot harder to play. And, and sort of in the way that I perform, 
I I can't stand still. I'm all kind of all over the yeah, map. Yeah, no, you're a great um, performer. <laughs> thank you so much. And it does not help to sing that song because I get very into it. I'm very right. excited to sing it. And then halfway through, I'm like, you fucked up, man. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have run around that much. You got to finish <laughs> out the song now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Just lay down and finish it. Yeah. <laughs> there there are there have been shows where we'll be playing like a very this is pre-covid but in like small rooms i remember there's mm-hmm. one um in fort lauderdale called underground's coffee house oh and god that room when you're jumping up and down you're gonna it's yeah like you, you can we're gonna feel the, the floor and bouncing <laughs> yeah yes, you can <laughs> someone's gonna, gonna make the news yeah, so but that room is so small there's like one little tiny wall unit air yep. conditioner sometimes there's like a hundred people packed and there's like no oxygen None. Um, <laughs> and there there have been times when we're playing halloween forever and we'll get to the end of it and i'm like you're just gonna drop the mic and go go <laughs> do a little performance bit because <laughs> you're, there's no way you're making it through it you know no one wants to hear you try and save yourself. <laughs> At least you can admit it, right? <laughs> yeah. So many like, you know what? That, though. Yeah. It's like, you know what? You're not singing the rest of this. You're too tired. Don't crowd search. So what do you feel is the best advice that another musician? Ooh, best advice. You know, so I'll go, I'll swing back around to Cage the Elephant. Um, okay. So... I I was really lucky to meet Matt Schultz, which is like my idol, and I, it, basically my entire life is my entire performance is just trying to rip him off as best I can. Um, <laughs> um, but after <laughs> I recorded the first EP, um, the producer who recorded who helped us record and engineer everything, he was like, "Hey, we're playing at this bar, or my I'm I'm doing sound for this bar for this band at this bar. Do you guys want to come?" And we we're like, "Yeah." So we went down there. And it, at the time, it was his wife's band that was playing, and he happened to be there. And so they're playing, and he's off in the corner, and the band's over here, and I'm just facing this way because I'm, like, just watching him. I'm like, this is insane that we are in the same room. Um, and <laughs> I met him, and he was incredibly nice. And, you know, I wish I remembered the advice that he gave me, and I know it was good. But, but I don't remember. But you blacked out the whole time. <laughs> Completely blacked out. He he. He was the nicest guy. He spoke to me for like 20 minutes. I was just like, "This is." I'm like jaw dropped. I don't remember a single thing, um, but I'm sure he told me something really good. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll remember it. <laughs> it changed your life. <laughs> yeah, it changed my life. Don't remember it. <laughs> That's so funny. So I'm not um... even sure that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> you dreamt it and then you won't go. Yeah. <laughs> so um as far as well your fans, if there was one mm-hmm. thing you want them to remember about you, what would it be? Ooh, one thing. Um you know, I I think about this interview that I saw with um with Jim Carrey and he was talking about how he does stand up. <clears throat> um and if I wasn't doing music, ten thousand percent I'd be doing stand up. No question. Yeah. Um, But he was talking about how he does, how he did stand up. um, And he said when he would perform, he would want to perform. He, what did he say? Now I'm blanking. Um, He wanted to perform in a way that he, that felt so authentic that it inspired other people to be authentic, that 
him being his authentic self on stage, other people would see that and say, oh, if he can do that, then I can do that. Right. And I hope that's something that I can portray because I'm not like a singer's singer or a musician's musician. And I think I can write a song, but it takes me a long time to do it. But I hope that in all of that, I can portray some sort of authenticity. And that's that's the biggest takeaway that if 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 I can do it, hopefully it inspires someone else to pursue what they want to pursue. I love that. That's really good. Yeah. Thank you. That is really good. I appreciate that. <laughs> so as far as music, you have mm-hmm. out. Do you do any covers? How do you feel about doing covers? You know, I've set out we've set out to do covers so many times and we just haven't done it. It was whether it was not enough time to learn it or a lineup change where we had to focus on like getting a new bandmate ready before we could even like think about adding another right. song as all of us. Um <clears throat> We did, there was one show that we were supposed to do uh, Dancing With Myself, because I'm a huge Billy Idol fan. Um, oh my god, I love Billy Idol too. I'm obsessed. Um, <laughs> um, now I can't remember any Billy Idol songs off the top of my head, but um, um, huge Billy Idol fan. We set up to do Dancing With Myself, and we never, we weren't able to do it, but I know I need to, I really, really want to cover um, I Just Died In Your Arms. I love oh, cutting crew. I love that song. Yes. Yeah, I love cutting crew. Um, they have another song, um, "Fear of Falling," that I think is my favorite song ever. Okay. But no one knows what that song is, so it wouldn't go over well. But I, I love. I made a I mental note now. to Google it. Yeah, it's. I love that song. It's so eighties. Um, <clears throat> um, but I just died in your arms. I absolutely want to and need to cover because I love that song. It's a great song. <laughs> but we haven't done it yet. <laughs> Thank you. It's a great song. Hopefully, hopefully you'll get it done this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So you've been on a lot of tours, and you also had your little RV that I think took one road trip and died. It took one small road trip. (laughs) Oh, you put so much work into that, dude. You're telling me, man. (laughs) Oh, the thing was my baby. I still think about it. I wonder what it's up to right now. Where'd you God bless the road? What'd you do to it? <laughs> we I managed to sell it to somebody who wanted oh. who was looking for it. So I and I did I was very thankful and grateful that I was able to get my money back out of it. I made a little little bit off of it. So I was right. like, you know what, at the end of the day, kind of if it, if you couldn't keep it, at least, you know, this was the next best thing. Yeah. Um but uh we took it on one road trip. And it was just my girlfriend and I, and the whole purpose of that road trip was just to shake out more problems with it and just find things, yeah. more things to fix. But there weren't any, there was, we had one small transmission slip thing that I fixed in like an hour. But outside of that, it was perfect. No issues. We went for a week. We drove around for hours. We went to the beach. We slept in it. It was so comfortable. It was amazing. And so right after that, I was like, okay, let's get all, this is still during COVID. So we couldn't like tour or anything. So I was like, let's just get everyone. Let's go on a trip to the Keys. Like, let's go like hang out. Uh-huh. Got everyone in the van, drove down to the Keys. We made it to, uh, we made it to a couple of beaches that all turned us away. We, by the time like the sun started setting, we were like, let's just go back to the little RV site. We'll go find the beach tomorrow, get to the RV site. And when we parked there, like as the sun was setting, so we had like a little bit of light, you could see this like stream going down the whole driveway of like oh, something no. ending right at the rv and i was like what oh, no. is 
was like, what is that, dude? So we're like, whatever, we'll deal with it in the morning. So the next day we wake up, we have no power steering. It was our power oh, steering. Oh, no, it was the power yeah. steering fluid. Power, and it was from 1985, so that's, like, all it had oh, was that yeah. power steering pump. It was no <laughs> computer, no electrical, nothing. Yeah. Um, so after that, we, my dad taught me that you could put, because he, he used to be, he was a mechanic for a long time. Uh-huh. He, he said you could put some sort of different fluid in it. I don't. I don't remember, but we put a different fluid in that is not tra- not power steering. Oh, you could put transmission fluid in the yeah in the power steering just to get it out of the parking spot. So they kicked <laughs> us out of there because we had to leave. They were like banging on. They were like, "You got to go." I was like, "I can't even turn this thing." Um, we made it to a gas station, and we stayed at the gas station from eleven in the morning to ten at night. Oh, got one of our on. friends, yeah, got one of our friends to come down and fix it, and then drove home. And after that, we were like, we can't tour in this. Like, yeah, no, like we're gonna break down. You got so, great stories about it, though. Yeah, I want another one so bad. Like, I feel like I could live in one of those, no doubt, and just drive around, do like the whole like, um, live in a bus. What are those? The bus conversion bus homes. I, oh yes. Absolutely. I would be so happy in one of those, just driving around. That would be great. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I could do it if it was just me and my girlfriend. If it was right. three people, anything more than that, I think I would go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to have somewhere to escape to and yeah. from others in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so are you guys going to be going on another tour? I noticed that you had like a three-stop tour or something like that. The shows had to get canceled, and yeah, we had so we did three dates uh, in October, October, yeah, October of last year, and then we had five planned for this year, and we managed to do two of them. We did Miami and Cape Coral, and we had to cancel the other three, unfortunately. Um, it was uh, it, it was just our friend that was supposed to play bass got sick. Um, uh. It wasn't wasn't with COVID, thankfully, it was with something else. Um, but he wasn't feeling well. We tried to get a fill in. And we waited for him to get better. And halfway through the week, we were like, oh, he's not going to be well in time. So we got someone else to fill in. And our the fill in that we had did a spectacular job. Um, he was a great bassist. He, it just purely wasn't enough time for him to memorize everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and he could wing it and he could kind of get through it if he needed to. We were like, we want to go out and wing it. Like, yeah, just, you know, and we were kind of nervous into like whether or not he could have remembered everything. And we we're like, you know, the shows were free. No one spent any money. Right. You know, we we did everything as RSVPs so that we could email and text people and give them updates about the show. We're like, no one, there's no one really lost anything here. Um, there's no logistics. We have to figure out with refunds. Right. Let's just reschedule. You know, we'll send everyone updates on the next one. And then maybe even for the next one, we'll have like another song out. So it'll be yeah. even more reason for everyone yeah. to come out. So yeah. I think that's going to be the plan. Okay. Yeah. So um, being a part of the local scene here. Mm-hmm. the local scene here in south florida it's okay the local scene here is literally phenomenal anyone who says otherwise hasn't tried hard enough um yeah we, we so when we toured in 2019 we did uh it was 18 days 14 cities uh in five states so we got a little taste of a bunch of different scenes in the area and we for each of those shows we didn't really do like one or two build bands. We or build shows. We did like five, six, or nine bands on a show. We booked like a lot of bands. Um, so I felt like that kind of gave us a sort of sense of the local scene. And 
we are so much more interconnected down here. There are so many more people that are putting on shows. Um, there's way more people that want to go see and support local music right. that we just didn't really see in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone here knows each other. It's a, it's a pretty small group, even through COVID. I still talk to a lot of the same people that are still either are putting on shows now in safe ways or are trying to. Um, um, so, and I think a lot of that attributes to that other bands can't really tour down here. It's just so expensive and you have to book everything on the way down. True. Like, yeah. yeah, like doing a leg of a tour down here. And we're not super close. Like Orlando's like three hours away and then the next city is like another three hours. Orlando and that's it. And then they head back. Yeah. If they even come down to Orlando. Yeah. So many of them just turn around at Atlanta. You know what yeah, I mean? Because like true. there's the next major city is a lot closer than Miami. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I think that definitely attributes to, um, you know, people willing to see a, a smaller band because right. we don't get the we don't get the midsize artists. You know what I mean? We don't get the yeah. mid-level bands. We really yeah. just get, like, top 100 bands. You know what true. I mean? True. Yeah. Um, but it's true. The, the local scene here is so good. And everybody's so supportive mm-hmm. that it's, it's, like, it's really family. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We see a lot of the same people um, at our shows. We see a lot of the those same groups of people going to other people's shows. Mm-hmm. Um You're back. Sorry, I don't know how to turn off people. <laughs> um, um, yeah, we see a lot of the same groups of people going to everyone's shows. So there's 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 a there's a support system there. So do you have a favorite local band? Ooh, uh, Palomino Blonde for sure. Kyle's an uh-huh. awesome dude. Bravi, okay. uh, Bravi is awesome. Those are yeah, those are I've the heard about them. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. We did um, a small run with them. Way too short. Next time, we're doing, like, with Ruby. Just for the simple fact, I just want to hang out with them more because they're super cool. Um, What other local bands? Man, I haven't been to a local show in, like, two years because of COVID. I mean, <laughs> COVID, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, Paul Amino and Brevi are the first that come to mind. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> All right. Do you have a favorite venue, local like to play at yeah i love gramps um i've only been able to play there once um in uh, um but that room that's my favorite room uh it's like a little i'm not sure there's like a ton of shows going on there i know they use it for storage a lot and i'm like guys what are you doing um but uh (laughs) that room is awesome because it's like it's uh we've got a nice size stage it's a black box like little black box theater you got these nice red drapes the sound system there is great um it's in an awesome part of Wynwood. It's like right. There's a ton of foot traffic. Um, so I love that venue. I want to play there more. Uh, other venues that I really like. There's um, Space Park is really cool. We went to go. I went to go see Bravi play down there. I would really like to play there. Um, there are so many that closed during COVID. It was really there sad are, to watch. Yeah. Yeah, we were just watching them just get picked off one by one. Yep. Um, yep. What, what I'm actually shocked Coffee House arrived it. I, I am too. That. I, I really thought they were going to close. I saw them putting up flyers that or yeah. um, Facebook posts. They were trying to drive foot traffic. I was like, man, yeah. I hope they, they can get through it. Good for them that they did. Yeah. Um, Undergrounds is another one that I really loved. I've been playing there since 
like since I started playing music, I've been playing there for years. Um, my first band played there. Um, another venue I really like in Fort Lauderdale is, um, CNI studios. Um, there's two sections to it. There's like the studio part and then there's like the coffee house part. Um, and the coffee house part, uh, that's where I played my first show ever. And there's still, they still do concerts and open mic nights. And that's a really great space. And the other room, that's where, uh, super gold played its first show. It's another really great room. Um, yeah, those are, those are just a handful of my favorites. How'd Hope your first show more. go? Were you nervous since you don't have the background of music? Were yeah. You nervous? Was that, yeah. Dude, the first, first, first time I ever played in front of anybody, uh, I couldn't face the crowd. Uh, I wasn't even, I wasn't singing. I was just a guitar player and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I was so nervous. I had to turn around and play. I couldn't face anybody. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was the first time I played ever in front of people. Um, my first show as Super Gold, uh, that went really well. I had a great time at that show. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't playing guitar on stage anymore, so it was a lot more freeing, and and I got to run around and sort of do my thing. Um, I was like, this is fantastic. So my first show, Super Gold, that went great. Pretty much every first show, or my first show before that, in in the bands I wasn't previously, those went terrible. <laughs> Um, Which is crazy because you would think that you being up in front as the front man, you mm-hmm. turn around and not look at the crowd because like, yeah, everybody's you, looking mm-hmm. at you, not to yeah. put pressure on, but they are. Yeah, I you know for the first show Super Gold that that felt a little bit more natural for yeah. whatever reason. Um, but even though the first shows that I played previous to that in other bands is either guitar player, or guitar player, singer sort of thing, you know, even though they went well, I was really really grateful for it. Because it taught me and everyone else in the band is like, look, like you can't just show up and play. You have to practice. You have to do well. That feeling of like getting off stage or watching people like walk out of the room, like that that feeling lasts. You don't want to feel that twice in a row. Yeah. And so yeah. that really really puts a fire under your butt to to rehearse and be really really prepared. And I think that's why Super Gold show first show went well is because I had I, me and like many other people, you know, in our first shows and our first sort of getting our sea legs as musicians, you know, would play poorly. And, you know, that feeling does you always know what that feeling is like. Um, and so it's it's very motivating. So in the end, very grateful for it. I think everyone should play a bad show. Yeah, I was everyone, ask everyone you, like... should do it once. Yeah. I'm sure everybody has too. But yeah. like when you see that happen, when you said that you like you don't want them to leave the room, it, do you do mm-hmm. anything? Do you would, do you do anything that will maybe turn make them you know, turn around? Mm-hmm. You know, you you do what you can. Um, you know, there's not really a whole lot you could do. Yeah. Um, one of the well, things I mean, that you can stop I, song, mm-hmm. tell them turn. No, I'm just kidding. No, turn yeah. around. <laughs> like I've I've seen I've seen artists here and there try and do that, and it never really. It's kind of awkward, you know what I mean? It's okay. Sorry, I'm just so popular. People just blowing up. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was I saying? Um, Yeah, you know, one of the things that we learned on tour in 2019 um, was the idea with that tour was let's book a bunch of bands, we'll put ourselves in the best slot, and then that's where we'll play. Um, And we, we, often would not have the most amount of people in the room. Whoever sold a bunch of tickets, they would have the most amount of people. Right. And even like there was one time I specifically remember in Tampa that we 
40 tickets and then the other band after it sold like 40 we're like oh great we'll play right in the middle of them they're getting, 80 right. people are gonna stay and watch us like like the like moses in the red sea dude like we watched <laughs> people walk out oh, like man. right after the band we played and then walk right back in as and, you're finishing <laughs> yeah right as we were finished as soon as we were done they were like heard like the five minutes of silence they're like oh they finished we'll go back in there um and you know well you know i am still really grateful for it because that in after that show we were like if they're not here for you they're not here for you like you yeah. they have to be here for you and so yeah. that um made me focus more on our own marketing instead of rather instead of like oh let's try and book the best slot and try and like you know get really nitpicky um we're just like we'll play anything we just need to know that our marketing our pushing our band mm-hmm. needs to be the only thing that matters um and so in trying to like get people to stay you know if they're not there for you they're not there for you there's only so much mm-hmm. you can do there's like there's a reason yeah. when like i go to other concerts and see the opener that room is half full if it if it's half full you know mm-hmm. Um, um, it's just, I think that's just the way it goes, you know, and that's a really, um, that's really good advice, um, up and coming artists to market themselves because I know what you're talking about with trying to do like these little events where there's five and you're putting yourself in the best. Yeah. Cause I've seen it. Like when my kids band, they had, they had played revolution live a couple of times Mm -hmm. and the the ripple effect and you knew they were placing but it it was like you you saw who people were there for and it was like yeah it's it's, strategically placed didn't have many yeah yeah you know it's it's uh the work of trying to get of of there being a crowd has to all just be done beforehand yeah yeah on the day of the show that's it like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen and you know what's gonna make you successful yeah. And one other th- thing I'll say on that um, is that, you know, for us, for the longest time, literally up until August of this of last year, um, Orlando had always been a really tough city for us to crack. It's a college town. There's kids our age. You know, it should be like a home run, a walk in the park for yeah. us to pull a lot of kids there. And for the longest time, it hadn't been. We would show up and play for like nine kids. It was the first show we ever got heckled at. Or the first city we were ever heckled. You guys got heckled? Um, yeah, I was like something dumb. There's like five people there, and they were like, <laughs> and we were like, I yeah. Just um, <laughs> but like, it was like always like, why can't we like crack this? This is crazy. Right. And the last time we went to go play there, we played for like a hundred kids. They knew the lyrics. We played wow. last. We like we booked like it was with it was uh, with Bravi and one other local, and the other local we booked like three days before the show. Um, and the whole purpose was like, let's, we're going to do all our marketing. We're going to do, you know, our due diligence. And, you know, I, we just want to see, is that going to, is that going to work? Are people going to show up? If, if a bunch of kids show up, great. A bunch of kids showed up and it worked. If no one showed up for me, it would still be a win because we knew that didn't work. Right. Try something new, exactly. you know, it was, and a hundred kids showed up. Um, we, they knew the lyrics. It was the first time anyone had like really sang the lyrics back to us. Wow. Like we were looking around, we were like, "This is Orlando. Like, what is happening?" And the whole time we're like, "Awesome!" The whole time on the mic, I was like telling them, "I was like, last time we were here, there was nine people. Like, this is insane." Um, you know, a hundred is great. A hundred is like, was really great for us. It's nothing to like write home about. But we were like, 
Whoa. It um, is when it's not your task. Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, to other artists, just focus on yourselves. Don't try and do the game of like, oh, where should we play in the set? Or, right. you know, we got to play with this band or with that band. Just focus on yourself. Right. That's really good. So, okay. So anyhow, so I have this little um, set. Try to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. It's called, you could tell mom anything. That's what I call it. Sweet. <laughs> so they're not creepy questions. I'm not a creepy lady. So, sure. all right. So my first question is, mm-hmm. what is the funniest thing that has ever happened to you personally while on stage? Ooh. Okay. So when we played the first show we played back after COVID, I don't know how funny this is, but uh, the first <laughs> we played after COVID, it was either like the second or third song. We were playing, we were doing our thing. There was people there. We were like, this is awesome. We were having a great time. Um, Pablo, the bass player at the time, his headstock, which he had like his PV headstock, it was very sharp. It was very angular. He, I like went down and he went up at the same time and I smacked like my eye like on the headstock and I was like, oh, that hurt. And I was like, play it off. Just keep going. Adrenaline. It'll be fine. <laughs> so I'm going, I'm playing, whatever. And afterwards, um, Maggie, the photographer who came with us, the same one who did the music video, she was like showing me pictures and I was like, you can see my black eye. This is the first <laughs> show of three shows. All of them, I had a black eye the whole oh time, God. just like right there. And I was like, you could see it was like a little swollen. And we had a friend of ours, John, filming too. And anytime I would talk to the camera, look at the camera, you could see it. And I was like, oh cool. Oh, my God. Sweet. At least you just blood. <laughs> you know what? That would have been cooler. Yeah. I've been way so. better. I just had like a little <laughs> lame little bump. They're like, why is his face like that? He's going to get knocked out. Yeah, that would have been way cooler. (laughs) Almost anything would have been cooler. (laughs) Okay, so if you if you were a song, what song would it be Mm -hmm. and why? Ooh, I would definitely be "Fear of Falling." That song I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. That I either that or I just died in your arms, and they're both the same band. Um, I that song or maybe something by Billy Idol. This is such a good question. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um oh my god, what's that one song? I can't believe I'm blanking right now. I'm gonna look like such a poser. Um uh Eyes Without a Face. Okay. That song, something like that, something absurdly eighties. <laughs> okay. Eighties had the best music and the best movies. I it's all I listen to, dude. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so what is talent Ooh, i can make bird calls i can do oh. i can't whistle but i can do bird calls uh-huh. oh, oh impressive it's not useless <laughs> pretty useless. if it's a bird calling you're calling the birds, yeah that's right i want to do like a show like like uh robert plan just gets the pigeon to land or the mm-hmm. dove you know <laughs> I'll just be sitting there trying, oh like, God. what is he doing? They're like, wait, 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 it'll happen. Just give me a minute. Uh-huh. And then I'll come and shit on your hand or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, see, it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, so I know you have a girlfriend. You've been with her for a very long time, right? Yes, we're going on eight. We just did eight years. It's incredible. So yeah, how I... old are you? I'm 24. Okay, so you guys so... got together in high school? 
Yeah, yeah. I was okay. 16. She was, okay. she was, I think she was 15, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, she's definitely, together. The, thank you. She's definitely the reason I started playing music and it definitely in like a lovey, gushy sort of way, but also in like, quite literally, she turned me on to like all of the bands that I listened to in high school. She turned me on, she turned me on to like Arctic Monkeys and um, there was a band we used to like, we don't like them anymore, the Orwells. Uh, she turned me on to Fiddler. Um, and uh, Parquet Chords, so many bands I listened to in high school, and I was like, oh, whoa, that's like cool guitar music. Uh-huh. And so I got into those bands, and then from there, I was like, you know what, I, I want to play guitar. So, like, she started the chain of events, for better or for worse, on her end. Yes. <laughs> She'll tell me. <laughs> so, why don't, wait, the Arlo's, you said? The like, Orwell's. Orwell's. Uh, they, they did some not good things. All right, I'll have to look it up. We won't get it. But I used to love that band, but not anymore. I have like a, we were talking about the other day, we were, she was helping me clean out like my room and closet uh-huh. and stuff. And we were joking about how we have like, each of us have like a canceled bands section of our closet. Oh, that's funny. We, we don't know what to do with the t-shirts. We're like, we don't want to give them away and someone else wears them and they like don't know. Um, and we're like, well, maybe we'll just use them as like dish rags or something. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. Funny. You can't yeah, get rid really, of them though. You can't. Yeah, you like, yeah. Just let us collect dust. And we're like, yeah. Not, not that one. Not that shirt. <laughs> That's funny. No, my daughter. She went through. She's a big band shirt person too. So yeah, she went through all her shirts, and then she did that though. She got rid of some, and then she yeah. was just looking for some the other day, like three oh. weeks ago. And I was like, I told you, you shouldn't have done it, you dude. Should, you shouldn't have pulled the trigger. I'm a clothes hoarder. It takes a lot for me to part with clothes mm-hmm. like i i i have more clothes than my girlfriend and she goes thrifting like every week um yeah yeah um yeah I'm, i can't throw anything away i'm really bad about it <laughs> that's funny yeah that's my I, we moved and her room got smaller so she needed mm-hmm. to get rid of stuff and so yeah if she wanted definitely to Definitely a freeing feeling, getting rid of things. I just yeah. went around my entire room and threw away old stuff because I think we're going to be moving out soon. Um, and, yeah, I had to get rid of a bunch of stuff. So what is the stupidest dare you ever agreed to? Ooh, stupidest dare. Probably something with drinking. <laughs> Probably. No good yeah. night starts with a, I yeah. grabbed a bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it a dare, but I remember vividly we were at Dana's house, the keyboard player. Mm-hmm. Um and we her, so her, um, our photographer Kat, who has also been with the band like since the beginning, um, and myself, we all have our birthdays are really close together. We all have birthdays in the beginning, or I'm sorry, in the middle of August. Um, so whenever our birthdays come around, we just do like one joint birthday party. And I think it was that night you'll know why I can't remember but we were drinking the whole night and everyone was there and we were having a good time and we were playing some sort of like shot roulette game mm-hmm. or whatever and it landed on me so I had to drink but I knocked it over on accident and I was like oh no guys I guess I can I guess I can't drink it sorry and the whole room <laughs> like the 50 of us there like everyone erupted and they're like no here's the biggest one it was like it was I'd never seen a shot glass like this before it was like <laughs> It was like two. It was like one here, and had like a divider. And they're like, "You're doing this one." I was like, "No, no, 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 no." It's like I was already like tapped out. Uh huh. Um, 
And they were like, no, 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 this is what you're doing. And I was like, please don't. And the room was like chanting. And I was like, so, I was like, I'm a musician. I play shows. I, I live for, I live for people chanting things at me. I'm like, you guys, you knew what would work. Uh, and so I did that. And I think I sat there. I was like regretting. I was like, dude, that was the dumbest idea. So yeah, I definitely don't drink that much anymore. I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill. <laughs> I'm pretty, bo- I'm really pretty boring. <laughs> that's so funny yeah no yeah. everybody goes through that phase especially in this industry i yeah. know me I, my drinking picked up when my daughters are going to bands i knew yeah I was like oh god yeah it's yeah. hard man they give you drink tickets especially there i remember there was this one show um when it was when at the time some of the bandmates were not 21 and mm-hmm. i was 21 and our drummer right. was 21 and so when we went to go play there um i'm not i don't i don't probably shouldn't name them i don't know if they're gonna get in trouble or anything, but, um, they had to wait outside, and then when we play our set, they could come in, play the set, and then immediately had to leave. Um, but they gave us drink tickets for everybody. And I was uh, like, dude. So it was just like me and our one other person, our one other drummer, just like splitting drink tickets for the whole band. We're like, <laughs> we're playing here, we're off today. <laughs> That's how I feel too. Yeah. <laughs> I would be collecting them all. I'd be like, none of you can drink. They're mine. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you have a full time job? Do you, or is this your full time gig? No, I I do have a full time job. I work. Okay, so I do. I work remote. I do graphic design for realtors. So I'll do different like oh, brochures. Okay. Oh, nice. Well, if you need any brochures yes. Yes. or flyers or things, I actually I'll give do. you. I'll yeah. give you the interested in my band rate. <laughs> okay, because I usually order. But I haven't found anything I really like there lately. But we'll okay, talk. Great. Yeah, we'll well, let's talk. go. Okay, awesome. <laughs> to put on put on a different hat now. Um, <laughs> put on my getting clients hat. Um, but I'll, so I do like graphic design for realtors and stuff. Um, and then my other job, which is I think is super super funny, is I do social media for a brand that does CBD for dogs. You got it. Yep. Really? Uh, and. Yeah, so I, I'll also say I had jury duty yesterday, and they were asking us what our jobs were, and I said this is what my job was. And in a room that had been dead silent for like three hours, everyone uh, erupted. It was – I was like, guys, it's a real job. Um, but I do social media for them, and they're really great. I actually use their CBD on – I have three dogs, and one of them has really bad anxiety. And okay. actually, we actually use it on her, and it helps her a lot. Um, it helps her. But yeah, it's, it helps her a bunch. Um, but the th- how – I, how I kind of ended up doing those those gigs was um, everything I learned for those jobs I learned because of the band. I you know, you know, in today's day and age, to, to get anywhere, you have to be your own business. You yeah. have to know everything inside and out. And so everything that I learned about social media for my band, I was able to go to the CBD guys and be like, I I know how to do all of this. I know how to work everything. Like, mm-hmm. I already I've already done it. Um, so like, great. So we did that, and then how I do all of the all of the real estate flyers and brochures and things of that nature, all the little tips and tricks and courses that I learned, you know, I needed to learn Photoshop and Premiere and After Effects and all these things for my band and I already knew how to do them. So when that sort of popped up, I was like, yeah, this is, I'm, I spend all day doing this. I can definitely do right. this. Um, so in pursuing those things, I just picked up enough skills to be able to get all that together. But as far as a job, it was really important for me to be able to do something that was remote, something that I could, do I could kind of make my own hours and mm-hmm. you know get things done I didn't have to be locked down to a location yeah. or a nine to five I could tour I could do this on the road 
Um, yeah. So that was something that was really important to me. Yeah. Yeah. So the let's go back to the jury duty because that's my favorite yeah. thing to do. Did you get picked? Oh, dude. No. Oh, my God. So I'll, I'll say this. Um, I actually haven't mentioned this to anybody yet or made any sort of post or anything, but super goal to starting a vlog. Um, it's something I've wanted to do for a really, really long time. Uh -huh. And it was actually something that super, it was one of the first things that we did in super Gold, but we did it like really, really badly, um, in the beginning and we weren't able to keep up with it and we're going to start it up again. And I made a whole vlog. I'm actually was just editing it before this, uh, a whole vlog about me going through jury duty. It's kind of funny. Um, but no, I did not get picked. Thank you. <sighs> goodness oh, i was sweating was it gonna be an awful trip? i i literally will mm -hmm. rob cheat and steal to get picked like to get I picked want, yes it's my favorite thing to do i love it i think me what? and my mother are the only ones that can say that i love it i Whoa. love seeing it on the trial why because i'm nosy and i just need cool. to know why this person did it and then yeah Good for you, man. That's awesome. I will say I never I've been called twice. And the first time I didn't I was able to get out of it because I was a full time student. Uh, but this time I didn't have any good excuse. And I was I'm not gonna lie. I was trying to think of excuses. But then I read on the paper that you needed to submit the excuse X amount of days beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did not know that. So I was like, oh, crap, I have to go. Um, <laughs> so I went down there and I did the whole thing. And by the time they separated us and put us in the courtroom, and they were asking us all the questions. I didn't, I didn't want to say anything like crazy to try and get out of it. Um, and I didn't, and I basically told them everything they wanted to hear. But the whole time I was like, dude, they're going to pick me. They're so going to pick me. I'm like, perfect. I don't, I have a job that's remote. I can do it anytime that I want. <laughs> I'm not married. I don't have kids. I, oh, I, they were trying to find like law enforcement bias. And I was like, I don't have any, my, anyone or know anyone that's a cop or anyone that's been arrested. I've never been arrested. So I was like, dude, I'm literally the perfect candidate. And we're getting closer and closer and they're sending people away and the, and the group is getting smaller. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so screwed. And they were calling out the names and I was sweating. My heart was pounding. Uh, I'm being so dramatic right now. Um, and, <laughs> and they didn't pick me and the wave of relief that came over me. Dude, I was like going through, I was thinking about like all the things I wasn't gonna be able to do that week. And I was like, man, I'm not gonna have time to, I just, I've been running for a while and I'm, I'm trying to do a half marathon soon. And so I'm like, oh man, I'm not gonna be too tired to run. I'm not gonna be able to work on songs. And I didn't get picked. And I was like, oh great, I can do all those things. I was like, oh wait, now I have no excuse. I have to do all these things now. <laughs> so, so the like, way you were feeling is the way that people that they're, they're picking. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while but, yeah oh my god i'm like they better never yeah I'm waiting and yep, waiting they... and waiting and i'm like yeah yes i've never not been picked i don't know what i say but dude how many times I... have you done it how many times have you three. been called three whoa you got did you get picked all three times all three times yep nice one of nice. them only lasted a day uh -huh. um and then two, one of them lasted like three days and one of them lasted so nice. Yeah. Yeah. The one that they were, they were going to do us for was a week. Oh, okay. so I was like, That's a long was it an interesting? Oh, that you, it was, that you it was an interesting case. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I, I'd never been in a, whoops. Let's, did that. It froze for okay, a we're so good. Inside. Okay. Yeah. It's good now. Okay. Um, it was an interesting case. Uh, I don't, I don't 
know how much you can talk about it. I don't really know that it matters. I don't remember the rules. I know you could talk after the case, but you don't know anything about, like, the details. Yeah. So, I yeah, I don't know anything. I will say it was a grand theft case. So, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, So, it would have been interesting. But I'm, you know what? I'll watch a YouTube video. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let someone else tell me about it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, I wish I was telling you about it because I was on the jury, but hey. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so my next question is, what is your yes. favorite 90s film? I should have asked 80s. All right, tell me Ooh, both. Both. Okay, 80s film. Um. Oh, my God, the pressure. I can't think of it. Um, <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's, probably. No, well, Weekend at Bernie's or the most like generic answer is Ferris Bueller. Um, I love that movie. I do watch it all the time. There is this kid that I used to babysit. I made him watch it. He fell asleep halfway through it. Um, I was like, what are you doing? This movie's fantastic. Such a um, good movie. Yeah, but I love Weekend Dead Birdies. I haven't seen that one in a while. Um, there's another one that I really like with, um, oh my God, I'm the worst. Um, dude, um, what's his name? Um, um, ben. Stiller? No, not that. That's the name I want to say, but it's not it. Affleck? No. No. What's the movie about? It's about they like buy like a like a like a really old mansion, and they have to rebuild the mansion, but it keeps falling apart. Tom Hanks, not Ben. Yeah, Money Pit. Money Pit. Yes. Yes. Good movie. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, Favorite '90s movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't really, I don't know that I've seen too many because I was born in 97 and I haven't really gone back to watch <laughs> many things. All right. Well, the 80s is good then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Money Tom. Pit. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm trying to remember if Pretty in Pink was 80s. I think. Hmm. I don't even remember. See, I'm horrible. I'm worse than you because Pretty in Pink, Ooh, Heathers, mm-hmm. and Can't Buy Me Love, they're all my Heathers. all-time favorites. Oh, yes. yeah. That's the other one. Also? Yeah, that's 80s. Yeah, it is yeah. 80s. Okay. With uh, Winona Ryder and the yes. other guy. Casey and I, we did them one year for Halloween. I don't remember their really? names. That Christian was our Halloween Slater. costumes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that chick, she... Oh, Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The yeah, one girl died costumes. of a drug overdose. Oh, really? The leading Heather. The really pretty. That. Yeah. Oh. And she Jeez. struggled with drugs for quite some time. Oh, apparently. man. Yeah. Awful, right? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so. All right, so I'm going to do rapid-fire questions. Hopefully you sure. can be the first okay. person that actually really does it. Because everybody okay. else is like, hmm. Okay. I'm ultra-competitive. Okay, so good. I'm really going to try. <laughs> All right. What is your Hogwarts house? Slytherin. Oh, me too. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what animal would you be in another life? Uh, a rhino. Okay. Actually, that's the worst <laughs> answer ever. They're like almost extinct. <laughs> They're so cool, though. Oh, God. That's funny. Did you know that hippopotamuses <laughs> are mean? They're, yeah, there's someone on TikTok called them like murder cows or something. It was yes. so funny. I They're had like, no they- idea. They kill more people than like any other animal. Yeah, I ha- I met this guy that raced them. I was like, like sat on them. Why? Yes, and raced them. <laughs> I'm 
telling you, they make all kinds. Dude. Oh my god, it's insanity. Yeah, right. Where do you, I went to school for that. Yeah. Country. I can't remember what country it was, but mm-hmm. I I got talking to him. Um, he was. I, we were at like a doctor's office, something, and sure. um, I got to talking to him in his accent. I asked, can't remember. I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then but then I tuned into that when he told me he that's what he yeah. was like. What? Like hippos? What? <laughs> Racing hippos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite word? Favorite word? Oh, oh, yeah. It's um. Oh my god, uh, I can't remember. Favorite word. Can it be a bad word? Yes. It's probably fuck. I say I cuss. I say it all the time. I owe my nine-year-old a quarter for every time I say it, and I think I'm up to three quarters. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a sweet deal. Yeah. Anytime. I don't She's got such good ears, too. If I say it. Yeah, she could be twelve rooms away, and she I hear she's getting paid. Yeah, quarters. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're paying out more than Spotify per I cuss know. word, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sometimes I'll say, it. "Oh, 183 yeah. quarters," but it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so if your life was a story, what would the title be? Ooh, ooh, and it has to be rapid fire. Um. <laughs> Um, oh my god, this is not gonna be rapid fire. <laughs> Stop buying instruments. <laughs> you don't need it. The instrument collector. Yeah. Okay, what is Do you your have big... enough guitars? My biggest what? Flaw. Ooh. I I am very yeah. <laughs> um I am very um, how do I put this? Like, if I want something, I can I can't stop until I get it, and persistent. that comes very persistent. Yeah, and sometimes to a fault, um, mm-hmm. which I know can be a bit bearing when I when I have bandmates and we have to work as a team, and I'm like, we have mm-hmm. to play this show and every show. Everyone's like, <laughs> I have other stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but like, wait, um, you're um, not dedicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which like it, to sometimes to a fault, but. It's 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 uh, I'm grateful for it, and it's I think it's something that my parents instilled in me um, mm-hmm. was having an, having a sense of drive. So I'm grateful for it, and I, I know I can be overbearing, and I've, I'm becoming more aware of it. <laughs> See, that's not a flaw. You're aware of it. So. <laughs> I appreciate it, but I don't think it's a flaw. I'm very much. Like I appreciate that also. it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Word that comes to mind. Giraffe. Okay. Well. It's right there. (laughs) (laughs) So you said rapid fire. I'm trying to win. (laughs) Hey, you know what? You're doing much better than all of the others. Okay, texting or calling? Calling, no question. I hate texting. Yeah, they're so misperceived. Like, yeah, I'll I'll start a fight with someone, and they're just trying to say hi, and I'm like, well, why'd they say it like that? Why did they? Yeah. Yeah. Capitalized. Yeah. See, me and my girlfriend, we fight over this all the time because she'll, like, if we're going somewhere and she needs information from somebody, she'll text them. I'm like, call them. Call them right now. Get it. Get get the answer. Yeah, like, let's yeah, go. Yeah. Um, and I'll do that with, like, all of my bandmates and stuff. Like, we, granted, I like texting and that you have the, the, the paper trail because I'll call mm-hmm. them, get the answer, and I'm like, oh, wait, what did they say? Um, but I just, I'm so immediate. Like, I'm like, let's mm-hmm. just call. Let's just get on the phone. Yep. I, I don't text no, very I, much. I totally get it. And it's like, 
today's day and age, like I've been a realtor for eight years. And mm -hmm. back in the day, people called. But now yeah. all these realtors, they just text you and text you. And it's like, yeah. and then I'll, and then mm -hmm. I get a response back saying, please text me. And I'm like, are you? Why? Yeah. Why can't you answer yeah. your phone? It drives me nuts. I yeah. Nuts. I very yeah. much prefer calling. I do too. All right. So what phrase do you find yourself saying the most? Ooh. What phrase? That's a good question. I'm losing the rapid fire now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good question. What phrase? I don't know. <gasps> no, I can't lose. I have to think of something. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this counts as like a phrase, but I I do. I mean, I say a lot of metaphors. Um, okay. There's got to be something. If my girlfriend was here, she could tell me immediately. Yeah. She's okay. like, you say this all the time, and it's very annoying. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, damn it. I say quite literally a lot. Okay. Um, That's great. I, I picked that up from from our producer Seb because I spend so much time from him with him mm -hmm. from him, because um, he says that a lot, and um, and I picked that up from him. Is I and uh, I'm sure there's another one. Um, oh, we say absolutely a lot. So like if we're if we're doing something, we're like let's absolutely go. It's, just, it's something that he says that now I say and. It's something that, yeah. So and there, now that too, I've that asked the question, you're going to be yeah. much more aware of it. Yeah, hundred percent. Saying it again. Yeah, whenever someone calls me out on like on how much I say like or um, I my English has to buffer because right. now it's <laughs> I'm so aware of it. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so my next one is: Do you have your own Netflix account or do you log into someone else's? I log into someone else's. I use my yeah. parents. Yeah. We all just share I, all of my I think sisters. my whole entire mm -hmm. family uses mine. We log into yeah. ours and we see the different little, you know, how you can make the little character. Yeah, so, yeah. We're like, who mm -hmm. is this? Yeah. Gave our yeah. account out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My mom has her own. Uh, my Both my sisters have their own, like, little accounts. And then me, my dad, and my girlfriend, we all share the same one. So we're always, like, looking at, like, what each of us is watching. Uh-huh. And like everyone else is on their own island doing their own thing, having uh -huh. perfect recommendations. And we're like, I don't want to watch this. Why is this showing me this thing? Say like something my dad is watching. That's funny. That though, because when we try to figure out, because no one uses their real name, they just have the little character <laughs> with like a stupid name. And yeah, it was a name like characters from stupid shows they use. And but yeah. we'll go in and we'll see what they've been watching to try to figure out what family member it is that yeah. has gotten our account information. Uh huh. Nice, yeah, so. nice. <laughs> okay, so what is your favorite pizza? Ooh, honey. Honey? Yeah, I put honey on pizza. Yeah. I'm oh, gonna... you put that on your Instagram, didn't you? Yes. I saw I, yeah. that, yes. People are going to light me up. I put, uh, uh, so Casey and I, whenever we, we, we like to make pizza from scratch, and we'll go to yes. Whole Foods, and we'll get the dough, mm -hmm. we'll get the cheese, we'll get the sauce. And I think we've worked it out to where it's actually cheaper to make it yourself mm -hmm. than to get like Domino's or something. And right. it's so much more and it tastes so much better. So much better. But we'll do, we'll do, we'll like slice tomato. Uh, we do a root mm. uh, put, and put it in a fork so like it's crunchy. Um, um, if it's available, I'll do, and I'll do all of these. I'll do honey, uh, tomatoes, 
uh, pineapple. Love pineapple pizza. Chicken. Arugula. Um, yeah, those are probably there. Five. Mm-hmm. Let's go. There if I go. had to pick one, yep. would, if I had to pick one, it would definitely be honey though. I'm gonna try the honey. It's good. If you can get spicy honey. Yeah, they make that. a spicy honey. Yes, Interesting. I might get my husband to try it then because he puts that sriracha stuff all over it. All that's good too. Hot yeah. or the, the the chili flakes. I love those too. Oh, he does. I love that spicy too. food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, funny it's because spicy I never honey. used to, but it's mm-hmm. grown like actual new like for like food with the yeah. spiciness. Like it really brings I, out other yeah. flavors. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah I love spicy funny. food. Okay, so name one person that inspires you. Ooh, trying to not give something generic or something I've said already. Probably, and after this interview, I'm like, I should have said that. Um, <laughs> if I had to pick one person, it would probably have to be Matt Schultz from Caged Elephant. Okay. Um, definitely. Because I've seen, I've seen them play so many times. I've obsessively watched their concerts. I think they're so much better in concerts. Their records are great. I love their records. But I think their concerts are just something completely different. And they, he absolutely inspired me so much to, uh, to, into how I perform and, and how I sing. And, um, and how I really relate to him is like, like I'm not going on American Idol. He's not going on American Idol. We kind of have to find our own way through it. And granted, like I'm sure he practices his butt off and I practice my butt off in, in singing. And I actually used to do vocal lessons. And because when I first started singing, I thought singing was saying the words. That is not what singing is at all. Uh-huh. I had no idea. Um, and so I had to like get up <laughs> to zero with singing. But um, he, his, his, his lyrics won. But the way he performs, the way he sings, uh, that definitely inspired me. And I pretty much spend every day ripping him off and trying to get away with it. <laughs> he's great he's a good one to rip off i'll tell you he is great yeah. <laughs> all right so do you recycle yeah of course <laughs> so we so we'll definitely uh the cardboard that's something that we'll put in like its own thing um and then uh all the glass and you gotta like wash out the stuff before uh-huh. you put it in it you gotta take the caps off because i didn't know that if you leave the caps on the caps to water bottles are different plastic than the bottles themselves so you can't recycle them together or else they just I didn't won't know do that. it. Yeah. I did not. Well, that you was... know, garbage people, like I finally, all right, I was never on the recycling bandwagon. I was too lazy. Yeah. And then my mm-hmm. nine-year-old was like, no, we have to recycle. We have yeah. to. So I went and I got nice. an extra garbage can nice. and I started, I'm trying to be this good mother, you know, I, yeah. I curse all, and say fuck all the time. <laughs> so I have to, you know, <laughs> at, at least, least recycle. recycle. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally got this whole system down. We were doing so good. And um, we live in Davie. They change mm-hmm. from waste management. Do you? Yeah, we yeah. live in Shenandoah. Nice. I'm over on a hiatus. Okay. All right. Not far. Yeah. It's right by yeah. the studio where my my daughter. She's actually going. So, nice. Um. So anyhow. Mm-hmm. From waste management to this other one, and they don't recycle. It's this big, huge uproar now. Where? How? Yeah. Cycling thing out. You put the, because we have the green garbage can, we have the brown garbage yeah. can. You put them both out yeah. on Thursday, because that's my cycling. The same yeah. garbage truck dumps them both in the same truck. It's been going on since um, July, Whoa. June, July, July of last year. It's a big, All big, huge it. thing. Yeah. So I now I'm noticed. no longer recycling. Gotten it down. 
And yeah. now I'm like, well, screw it. I'm, why am I doing this if they're not even... I put Dude, anything I, in that yeah. recycle bin now. Yeah. Because I live in Davie. Dude, yeah. I'm gonna have You're to watch the. You guys I'm gonna have to watch the, now, don't you? It's not yeah, the waste management never, anymore. I just put the garbage bins out and I take them back in. But like, I've never yeah. watched really seen the garbage. Yeah. Even if they come by, I'm just not paying attention. But it's, now Google I'm gonna it. Be I like, guarantee you're gonna see everybody's rage about it. They're so upset. Dude. Yeah. I'm so. Yeah, I like, I'm, I'm wasting all this time. Yeah. Not even My life is matter. a lie. I thought I was doing this nice <laughs> thing. It I just shattered my world. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep, yep. I'm glad I asked that question. Yeah. It's like oh, me too. No, my no, my night's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like whatever. <laughs> yeah. I have two garbage cans now for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, um. Spend money on a dream home or travel the world? I think I know this answer since you said yeah, you could live in. Yeah, it's around. definitely going to be travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. yeah, travel, no doubt. Mm -hmm. I love traveling. That's why I'm so, I love touring. And I, the, with me and like traveling is like, I, it's very seldom will I be like, okay, I'll like go, just go somewhere to visit or do stuff. I love traveling with touring because it feels like you're traveling with a purpose and you're seeing like a totally different side to somewhere that you wouldn't normally see. You're seeing mm -hmm. the nightlife and you're, you're meeting people and you have like a reason to meet people. It's not like you're just trying to like talk to like strangers, you know, I'm just right, right. Idea, but, um, but you all have this connected thing and you're all in the same place with the same purpose. Um, so that's why I, I love traveling when I'm touring. Um, there are times I've traveled to, uh, like I have a lot of family in Denmark and we've been there and that was always wonderful. But while I'm there and traveling, like, man, if I was playing a show here, I think I would lose my mind right. in gratitude and, and joy. That um, would be, so, yeah. yeah, incredible. So, definitely traveling. No okay. Question. All right. So what celebrity annoys you the most? Ooh. Okay. So I am a huge UFC fan. I love MMA. And there's uh, this one guy, his name's Henry Cejudo, and he's the first uh, Olympic champion and okay. first UFC champion. He's the only guy ever to have um, an Olympic gold medal and a UFC title. He actually has two UFC belts. And he is so annoying. He's, like, always on Twitter and, like, talking crap and doing stuff. Mm. And I'm just so in that world that, like, yeah. it's always on my Instagram or my Twitter or something. And I'm like, well, I just shut up. He, like, just retired. He's like, no, I'll fight this guy. I know you won't. You're retired. I should have. Um, but yeah, if I had to pick one celebrity, <laughs> I don't know how famous he is, but <laughs> no, my husband and I, we used to watch UFC all. Really? I haven't in the past, like probably five years. So I'm completely yeah. lost on who's who mm -hmm. now, but we, mm -hmm. we were, yeah, they were, I'm trying to remember Matt, Sarah and yeah, he's uh, great. <laughs> they're the Matt, the other one that had, um, that. Matt Hughes? Hughes, yes. Which one had the bad accent? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Because I started getting, like, like really Matt into Hughes. UFC in the last, like, three years. They did, like, so. a um a special... Look it up. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Um, They did a special night. Yeah, it was Matt Hughes. Mm -hmm. he, he had a horrible accident where he could, he had to learn how to walk again. And Whoa. they did... You have, Google it. You'll cry. I will, yeah. It's... And it did. They did a special ceremony for him where he was entered 
Mm-hmm. He always, um, I think he, was he the one that walked into Country Boy Can Survive? Um, I think that I'm he did sure. walking mm-hmm. in and it, you could just see like he, he still had issues walking like, and it was yeah. champion that had this, this accident for this to happen. I, mm-hmm. I, every time I watch it, it gets me. I like yeah. pouring tears. I will definitely look that up. That's yeah. super interesting. It's, yeah. Yeah, it is. it is. Okay. So that was it for my rapid fire. So, cool. um, as far as everything else is, um, you said that you've got, you want to try to put like eight songs out this year. Yeah. Trying to be really um, busy this year. Do a tour. Did, did we say that? Yep. Right? Yep. We're going to, so we had some dates that got canceled. We're going to try and reschedule. I think the idea is we're looking at late March, early April. Okay. Now, do you have any music collaborations that you would just love other than Cage and Elephant? <laughs> um, ooh. I don't know. I would love to collaborate more. I'm pretty, if there's any local bands I want to reach out, we could do something. Um, but I don't know. I would totally love to like do like a song with somebody. There's a lot of bands that I really like that have done stuff like that. Like Idols did a version of a Sharon Van, Sharon Van Etten song that I really mm-hmm. like. Um, and I know Angel Olsen's done a bunch of um, other covers and collaborations. She, she just did one with her as well. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, all the collaborations I can think of are all with Shannon Bennett. And I might I might not be saying her name right. Um, but yeah, I would definitely love to do like a feature or feature or feature someone else or feature on somebody's right. thing. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be. All right, so you have gasoline out that everybody has to check out because I'm obsessed, like ridiculously Thank obsessed. You. I'm probably Thank you so much. Crazy. Um, <laughs> Thank everybody you. has to go buy their super gold merch. Can't get the shirts, yeah. but. You, yeah. There's others. Not that one. <laughs> Anything else you want everybody to know before we go? Or is there... hmm. um, Probably the biggest thing right now is that we're going to be starting a Super Gold vlog. And I'm really, really excited about it. Um, it's going to be on YouTube. We're going to try and put out a video. I'm, I, The inner driven person in me wants to do like 10 a week. But we're going to do one a week to start and try and do more and see like what's the pace we can keep up. Um, that's something I've wanted to do for so long. Um, I was talking with Casey and we were talking about how like we grew up with YouTube and YouTube, like in a way feels like really natural to, to us. <clears throat> um, just how like someone who was born maybe a couple of years ago, like TikTok and Instagram and Twitter is going to feel really natural to them because they grew up with it. Um, so I've always loved YouTubers. I love Casey Neistat. Um, I just started watching, um, Emma Chamberlain, which I know a lot of people really like. Um, and how I started getting into that or whether, or another reason I wanted to do that was I wanted to have more internet presence with the band is, it's just so important. Um, but what really got me excited about it is that we can accomplish that sort of internet presence thing that, you know, there's all this pressure to be in front of people online all the time, mm-hmm. but it also feels like really natural and something that like, I'm genuinely excited about and doesn't feel forced. Right. Um, doesn't feel like I like, like sometimes like with like TikTok and stuff, I'm like, Oh, I got to figure out a video today. Um, but like you, like YouTube and vlog, YouTube vlogging and stuff is like, that's something I've always watched, something I've always liked. And so it's some, that's something we're going to yeah. start doing really soon. Okay. All right. We'll probably put it out like that. in the next couple of days. <laughs> well, I need to hear about the community. So. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm editing. I was just editing that one, man. I'm actually really proud of this one. I might, might've been able to take a very boring subject and made it very interesting. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Or at least hey, there's nothing boring about Jerry, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's what I forgot I was talking to. 
Okay, so other than that, um, I mean, it's oh, your Instagram. What is your Instagram? Oh, how can people at find you? Super Gold at Super Gold FL. That's our handle across everything. It's also the website. Okay, tried to at stay. Super Gold FL. Yeah. All right. Okay, so check out. Yeah. Look for you guys. Buy merch. Check out for the blog. The blog. And yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming awesome. on. I dude to you thank you so much i really enjoyed this also this was really really fun i yeah. haven't done an interview or anything in a long time and i'm so grateful that you listened to the song and you liked it so much that you wanted oh. to talk to me that really yeah. means a lot yeah no it was great it was great loved it yeah awesome it. yeah we'll post about this too just let yeah. me know any links or anything and we're gonna okay. push that to everyone we're gonna send it off on our email list and text list awesome. try and drive as many people here as possible awesome okay yeah we'll uh we'll tag you and get everything to you when it's all done and everything and um Sweet. yeah i'm excited awesome yeah thank you so much i really appreciate it i'm looking forward to seeing your vlog thank you so much i will send it to you (laughs) thank you have a great night all right you too bye